Hey, I'm Ben Silverio. And I'm Aaron Klein. And I'm Ansel Birch, your host in post. And, and it's, it's time, time to party. party. We are not doctors and we don't give medical advice. Please drink responsibly. Ooh. Are these spirit fingers or jazz hands? It depends on how you're holding them. If they're like up like this, then they're spirit fingers. If they're out cocked to the side, then they're jazz hands. Gotcha. Fossy, fossy, fossy. Fossy, fossy, fossy. Aaron's the expert. Right? This is why I took dance and cheerleading. <laughs> I can tell the difference. <laughs> okay. As this is episode one of us talking about Days of Future Past, this is where we'll be talking about the drinking and smoking games that we created while we watched this movie. This is as an excuse for you to drink and smoke as you watch along, to create an excuse for you to watch along if you haven't seen this movie in a while, or if you're like, oh, this movie's going to be bad and I don't want to watch it. Here's a guide to getting through it. (laughs) (laughs) Also, we just want to say, too, at the beginning, you don't have to drink alcohol along with these either. This is just for fun. Like, I drink ginger beer while I do these. I'm not drinking alcohol so don't feel pressured to have to do that we are obviously not going to encourage you to do things that you are uncomfortable doing also if you don't smoke don't play the smoking game just do them as drinking rules yep those ones are a little more intense if you change them to drinking rules just be <laughs> totally forewarned about that those the smoking ones are the more gentle rules in yeah. theory <laughs> in, in theory yeah you should be using like absolutely the weakest beer you can possibly find it's <laughs> like the kind of beer that you would play a uh, power hour with that is basically water that's what you should be doing smoking as drinking rules all right ben hit me with your first rule okay this is a big one that because it happens a lot uh <sighs> drink every time someone says raven Ooh, that's a good one that that's definitely a play with caution rule for sure yes I also have a play with caution. I almost wrote this as a drinking roll and was like, oh, no, everyone will die if we do this. So (laughs) take a hit every time they say the word future. It doesn't happen like it's not like a noises off doors closed kind of rule, but it's up there. Like the further it's really the beginning. The first half of the movie is when they get you with that. Because towards the end, they're like, we're in the future. Who gives a fuck? We're not even dealing with that kind of shit but they it happens a lot in the first half of the movie so be aware of that one (laughs) (laughs) the next one on my list happens a lot but not as much as people calling out mystique's name drink when someone says mutant that's a that's a noises off rule that's a you can just play with that rule and (laughs) you should be okay Damn, uh, that's a 17 times throughout the movie. Wow. That's less than I was expecting, to be honest. Same. Likewise. Yeah, that's I'm really surprised that it's only 17. I mean, that's still a lot, but yeah. it's <laughs> that's way less than I was expecting. Okay, I have a drinking rule. Take a if you want to play dangerously and you're interested in getting really fucked up, take a shot. But other than that, take a hard drink every time a woman is introduced in a Senate committee hearing or presidential meeting. There's only four of them. <laughs> That's the whole course of the movie. So take a shot if you're feeling dangerous. Oh, but like, also just feel free to take like a strong drink during that one. I saw it the first <laughs> the first woman. I was like, if there's only one, this is a shot. You're gonna have to be required to do a shot. But there was at least two in the one meeting, and then one shows up like in the background of one of the presidential <laughs> meetings. And I was like, okay, okay, I won't be a total dick about it. But it was pretty stark at first. Like, oh, that's right, it's the '60s. Cool, 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 cool. <laughs> Or the 70s or whatever. <laughs> time is meaningless. Who knows? Yeah, <laughs> it right. could be any time. Time doesn't matter anymore. 
as we'll get to in episode three in the edutainment section, it has to be after 1968 because there's a piece of technology that was not invented until 1968 in the movie. Ooh. So we'll get into that. So it's got to be at least the very end of the and It's the end of the Vietnam War. So I'm assuming yes. it's actually the 70s. But again, time is meaningless this, in this movie and in real life. Time means nothing. It's true. People listening to this in 2023 are going to be so confused. No, they're not. No, I was going to say, no, they're not. (laughs) No one's going to forget the entire year of their lives that they lost. Like, everyone knows now what it feels like to feel like time is meaningless. Like, every day lasts 100 hours. Every month is four seconds long. That's that's how time works now. (laughs) Yeah. 1973, by the way. Okay, yeah. Yes. That makes sense. Speaking of technology, technically this is my last rule, but I have one more that, like, if you just did this one, that's what you should do for the entire movie and only this one but this is this is my last like regular drinking rule okay drink when someone says sentinel that's a good one yeah another one where it happens enough that it's like that you can be listening and like drinking kind of frequently quote unquote frequently but not so much that it would like fuck you up or you'd get like just hammered from doing that rule that's a good one exactly it happens a bunch like in the beginning and then there's like a little break and then they talk about sentinels a whole lot more later but you know it's yeah as it gets into the end it starts to but even as they are like present they don't necessarily even say their name that much more as they are actually appearing too so that's right. that's a good one i like that one a lot i've kind of a similar one where it happens a decent amount but definitely less than you think that it does so it's a smoking roll take a hit every time wolverine's claws come out it happens, obviously, a decent amount because he gets into fights every once in a while, but it's also their bones most of the time. And so mm-hmm. I feel like there is a calculated effort that they do come out less, which I feel like makes it a little bit more of a like handleable <laughs> rule as opposed to like the Wolverine movies <laughs> where he basically spends the whole movie with his claws out, like sure. a little different. All right. What's your break everybody in half rule? <laughs> <laughs> Take a drink every time an X-Men dies. Oh, God. That's, yeah, if you're playing, that's the only rule you should be using. That's, Absolutely. That's wild. That's a yes. really good one. It'll get you started well, too, not to spoil anything. <laughs> yes, it will. <laughs> mm-hmm. For sure, yeah. You you started the movie and you're like, woo, I feel like great for this X-Men movie. <laughs> actually you know what maybe that is the rule that's the rule you should be playing if you're like i don't like this movie at all i think it's dumb just take a drink every time an x-men dies because 15 minutes in you'll be like this movie's way better than i remember (laughs) (laughs) oh you're gonna do okay sure that makes sense yeah it's (laughs) like oh yeah i totally accept this time travel premise because i'm a bottle of liquor deep <laughs> and some of them are really like gruesome deaths too. I know. Like, just brutal. Right off the bat, especially. I know. Oh, yeah. I made a note. I do not remember this movie being quite so dark. And like both dark in terms of what was happening and also like dark. It was yes. just very dark at the beginning. It was that Snyder era. Yes, that's true. <laughs> I didn't even really think about that. Of course. It's the era where if you're not squinting, you're not enjoying a Superman movie or whatever. <laughs> yeah. All right. I have, of course, uh, true to my personality, several more rules that I wrote down. Okay. Okay. Take a drink every time Raven speaks a new language. It's another one where it happens like a couple of times. I think she winds up speaking like four or five. Take a hit every time someone hovers. There's a variety of people who hover for a variety of reasons, including power and non-power reasons. 
So that's a hit roll. That's a that's a be gentle with yourself. If you're if you're drinking to that one, make sure it's uh, light beer. Does that Take... apply to non-living things? Um, since no. sentinels hover. I said someone, so I don't know. Okay. Would you count a sentinel as a someone? Mm. I feel like there is something. They don't have... I don't know. I think that that's a very interesting question, actually, because they are adaptable. They clearly learn and have some kind of intelligence. Right. And so that the eternal question of what is it that makes a someone, is it that they interact as humans and mutants do because they can like mimic them? Or is it, do you have to have like consciousness and thought? do sentinels have consciousness and thought it's like kind of up for debate so i think that's a personal choice if you want to drink for when the sentinels hover i think that you're totally allowed to do that that will definitely up the amount of drinking that you're doing (laughs) but yeah i think that's a really interesting question uh i did not specify do you count when someone holds someone else up with their power i said yes that was something that i counted because there were a couple of times where that like magneto makes uh I almost just called him Hugh Jackman. That's his real name. Wolverine <laughs> makes Wolverine hover. So I included that one as well. Um, yeah. And I didn't say X-Men either. So I, mu- I I watched this movie like a week and a half ago and I was like scribbling them down while I was like kind of playing along too. So there must be at least a couple of other X-Men that are non-X-Men that hover. So get yourself a rack of Corona and you'll be fine. Right. <laughs> Have a great time. <laughs> Well, Um, does Iceman count? Because he's technically using his ice to, like... No, I think that he's elevating. Yeah, he, like, elevates himself on the ice, and so he's, like, he has contact with a ground surface, even though it's ice that he has built, that it doesn't feel like... Hovering is when all of your limbs are off the ground. Okay. That's a, I think, a good hovering rule. You have to have some kind of non-contact from all sides. I think we can all agree that Frozone did that power way better. For real. <laughs> there were literally moments where I was like, this is not as good. <laughs> as, like, his his ice shoots were so much better in a Pixar movie. Of course, it's like an animated movie. But this is also animated. It's like, it's not, spoiler alert, it's not real. <laughs> like, that actor you, was not in any of those frames. No, and like, <laughs> this is clearly like, animated and generated and like it just didn't work as well i don't know maybe if it's because in a cartoon i'm like way more willing to accept that or if i was i just had such a high bar because that sequence is so cool when frozone does it i don't know i also feel like the way they animated frozone communicated the way that he was generating that ice as opposed to in this film they just had the actor stand in a certain way and then moved him around digitally yeah, because I thought in the original three set of the X-Men movie, I thought it was his breath that caused it. I didn't realize like it originally comes out of his fingers. And like in this, it's so unclear. It's like ice just appears around him. That's what it feels like as someone who's like super unfamiliar with like the mechanics of these powers, too. It was just like, oh, there's just ice everywhere now. Uh, OK. <laughs> and like the Sentinels seemed clearer about the ice they were generating in ways, which was like really bizarre. It's, uh, you know poor storytelling (laughs) i'm just gonna chalk it up as that okay i've got a couple more okay take a drink every time a new type of gun is introduced this is another one that happens infrequently enough that i felt like this could be like a gentle drinking rule and doesn't happen enough times that it felt appropriate for like taking a hit every time so that's a, a lower one my favorite kind of rule take a drink Anytime a cop car is damaged, because it also (laughs) happens a bunch of times in like a really short burst in this. And so it feels appropriate for that. 
or alternately when they begin a sequence of cop car destruction, light a blunt and start smoking it. Also a great uh, alternative to this, because then you're like chilled out and you're like, this rules, because that's the right reaction. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And then finally, I have one rule. This is like a final. I got to the end of the movie and was like, I feel like I need to acknowledge this in some way. And even though I'm not a person who is as familiar with these comics and with the way that the story is supposed to be. So my final rule is take a hit whenever you feel, when you see Elliot Page and feel how they did him fucking dirty and stripped his part away in this movie. Cause that's like all I could think the whole time was like, man, they really did you dirty. And I still managed to enjoy the movie, but basically anytime Elliot Page comes up on screen, I was just like, man, that fucking blows that they really took this away from you. You deserve better than this. So that's my final one. I memorial hit every time you're like, ah, he deserves so much better. So um, those are my smoking and drinking rules. Can you imagine how dope this movie would have been as an Elliot Page vehicle? Dude, it would have been so good. I think that was the thing, too, is when they originally announced it, I know a bunch of people were very excited, both for the casting of Elliot Page and also because, like, what a great vehicle for Elliot Page, who was, like, very popular at the time and had totally earned this kind of movie, too. Too. And so to have that, like, never mind, we're going to give it to Hugh Jackman, who already has a dozen fucking, I almost called them X-Files, X-Men movies. <laughs> I wish Hugh Jackman was in the X-Files. That would be amazing. <laughs> Kitty Pride was hugely popular, too. Yep. Yeah, it, like, doesn't... I mean, Wolverine is cool, and we all acknowledge he is cool. Yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, it was very... Even someone who, like, barely even knows that story, knowing just that that it was supposed to be that character is like god that's disappointing yeah i didn't want to get into this until episode two but like the whole idea of kitty having these powers to send your consciousness back in time is ridiculous but (laughs) like the way that they explained it in the movie where it could like tear your brain apart and required some kind of healing factor almost justified Hugh Jackman being the lead character but like they they wrote some circles around it for sure yeah definitely (laughs) yeah but we'll talk about it more in episode two but that I just felt like we should acknowledge at least in this one like it blows that Kitty Pride really should have been a bigger part of this movie and it it sucks that they 100% (sighs) woof yes here we are back at the point where we're like, ah, yes, I see why everyone hates this movie. <laughs> <laughs> that does it for episode one. Uh, yep, that's if, it for this one. If you want to join in on the conversation, you can use the hashtag time to party. That's the number two. Uh, you can find us on the internet on Instagram and Twitter. I'm at Silverio 20 And on Instagram, I'm at NYD I'm at Indecisionist on Twitter and at The Indecisionist on Instagram. Special thanks go out to Marlon Longit of Marlon and the Shakes for our theme music and to April Moralba for our podcast art. Tune in next time when we review X-Men Days of Future Past. Woo! Yeah. Huh, it's, uh... Yeah, that's a movie, huh? <laughs> <laughs> so until then, friends, be excellent to each other. Let's party on, dudes. Yay! Your guitar! Go, <laughs> My air guitar just shot guns. I don't know what that is. <laughs> it's a southern air guitar. I get it. Right? Your air guitar is made of finger guns. Yeah. <laughs> just shooting off in all directions. Yeah. Uh, on brands. Ooh. <laughs>